Andy Bush here. Welcome to the bonus round, the podcast bringing you all the debates that have been raging in the Guestimators Quiz universe in the past seven days. And as ever, there's been a lot of stuff going on, a lot to deal with in this week's episode. Uh, today, as ever, I'm joined by Statman Matt and producer Will. Fellas, good to have you on board. How are you doing? Doing well, thanks. Good to be inside in the stormy, windy weather that's outside. It has been a bit of a nightmare, but hopefully that hasn't dampened the spirits of uh, a bit of a cliffhanger on last week's uh, bonus round episode was uh, the big plans that producer Will had for his birthday. Will, how's that gone? Oh, yeah. Well, you may remember I had it all planned out. It was uh, pancake day, then Valentine's, then my birthday, and then I was going for a curry on the Friday. Well, I didn't get to do any of that because my delightful toddler got sick on Tuesday on pancake day. At about 3 p.m. I got called to the childminders to go and pick him up and then spent the next couple of days nursing him. Then I got it myself on birthday. On my birthday, I got sick and then spent the next 24 hours in bed. And by that point, it was Saturday morning. And so that was it. That was my week. (laughs) Absolute disaster. What a nightmare. (laughs) Such big plans, such high hopes. And and I, I feel for you with the whole throwing up thing because... Is the I don't, I don't know whether it's just going to school and being in school assemblies where you, you get kids being sick, or there was I don't know if you're listening to this now and there was one kid in your school that always used to be the passy outy vomity type person, whether it was stumbling over in school assembly, keeling over in church, or having a bin bag on their lap or, on a school trip. But there's something about that 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 kind of um, induction to to fit seeing people being sick that when you become a parent, then you just think, oh my god, my kids are going to be sick, and I'm going to have to clean it up. How am I going to deal yeah. with this? Yeah, it's bad. And what was the stuff that they used to put on sick at school? They always used to sawdust. Like, was it sawdust, yeah. yeah, or sand, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just used to see piles of that around, just like oh, oh the smell. I can it. I can imagine the smell of that. Oh, it's all it's horrible. We used to have a kid called Christopher Sherborne who used to be the one that was always passing out. Obviously, I think he passed out in about fifteen school assemblies. I went to quite a religious school, so if you ever had a mass on, it was a hot day, sun beaming in through the windows. Odds on Sherborne doing three steps like a zombie and then stacking it. He's probably now a Tory MP. Yeah, probably is. Probably is a Tory MP. And, and is everything okay now in the... Uh, do you need to come and daub a red cross on your house, Will? Or are you guys okay? No. Or what's the, what's the state of play? Thankfully, we're all fine, all ready for action. So, yeah, Monday morning can't come soon enough for us to get back in the, uh, in the saddle and make some pancakes and celebrate my birthday well we i mean we do i mean i just, i feel bad bringing this up now um i know matt doesn't really want to say anything about it but i thought i'd better add uh, we were a little bit disappointed that you didn't then go ahead and make your ultimate con- condiment combination you were going to combine what were you going to combine and i, I glad i gladly accept this is the last thing you probably wanted to do this week yeah that's exactly why i didn't do it i was going to combine uh, ketchup mayo hot sauce salt <laughs> And pepper and mustard, which um, were the top five voted condiments. Um, but yeah, obviously that's not what you want to be doing when there's a sickness bug in the house. But maybe I will do it this week. Um, I have all the ingredients. I went and got everything and I was ready to do it. And then it struck me down. So um, yeah, it will come. The guesstimator's relish, I'm calling it. Fantastic. Yeah. What a cracking name that is. Watch that out for that on the shelves in the supermarket. And if you don't like it, stick a bit of sawdust on it. Simple as that. <laughs> Uh, Statman Matt, um, a lot of chat, my, my, my social media um, kind of input has just been non-stop, a complete deluge of people naming famous Italians at me from the quiz. Just uh, talk us through this. 
Yeah, there's, there's definitely been two standout um, commentaries from last week's quiz. One was about um, bus positions. I think we covered that that quite extensively last time. Uh, but yeah, the best Italian, for, for anyone who might not remember, we asked the British public to name the best Italian. Quite a simple question. And Leonardo da Vinci came out on top, uh, as we know from last week's podcast. We had Sing Bolt, great name on Instagram, said Maldini ahead of Roberto Baggio. No way. One of the questions was who was the most um, picked footballer. Uh, you said Baggio, Bush. Baggio's got the iconic hair. I, I would say Baggio for me is a more iconic footballer. Maldini was fantastic and everything, but there's something about Roberto Baggio, who at one point, a little bit like Billy Ray Cyrus, had what I believe is commonly known as a rat's tail hairstyle, which you don't see too much these days. So fair play to him. He's iconic. Yeah. Um, on X stroke Twitter from Cole T., who said his obsession with the 90s cost him valuable points in the Italian round because he said the most commonly chosen person picked was Pavarotti. Fair play. Um, you know, became, became not famous, but, you know, into the British psyche around Italian 90, didn't he, in the three tenors. Is, is a question Gianf- on Pavarotti for you very quickly, actually. You know, obviously Pavarotti yeah. kind of became famous because of Nessun Dorma, the, the, the song for the Italian 90 World Cup. Do you reckon he hates... Um, is he still alive, Pavarotti? There's a first question. <laughs> he's, he's long he gone. gone. Oh dear! So, well, sorry about that. If you, uh, you know, if that was insensitive. But do you think Pavarotti hated Ness and Dorma the way like Radiohead never wanted to play Creep again? Do you, got to, do you reckon he got to that point for Pavarotti? Probably a bit annoying because he didn't write it. I'd imagine yeah. with an artist that's written a song, they'd be all right with playing it because they're going to get a lot of royalties from it. But you know, it's not his. It's some old, some old, some monk old bloke, or something. Le- Leonardo uh, da Vinci or something. But, but you know, if you go, I've never been to opera before in my life. But do people shout out songs they want to hear uh, like down the front, like you get at a gig? <laughs> like, I'm not doing requests or something. Joe, I don't know. I don't. If you're an opera person, get in touch at Guestimators and just set it straight. Sorry, stab my map back to you. Uh, that's fine. Um, Colty also, yeah, he he guesses Gianfranco Zola for the footballer, which he was uh, he was annoyed about another '90s uh, footballing icon. And yes. the last one that came through from Tom Bainan, who, who said he Googled for a list to help him with this question. A Mussolini came up first. I don't think that's going to be the right answer, which I think is probably a fair assessment. I don't know whether he put it or not, but I can tell you, I've looked into the stats. 19 people uh, last week guessed Mussolini. They thought the British public named Mussolini as the worrying. best. Yeah, as best, the Italian. best Italian person. Although 69 people guessed Gino De Campo as the best Italian. I don't oh know my what's God. worse. Don't get me started on him. I can't stand him. Do you know the worst thing about him is, I wonder, because I don't know, I'm, I'm not Italian, right? But do you think he puts the accent on? You know, like when you, you've gone abroad, particularly like during your student days, and you, I've, I've gone like to San Francisco, and I remember bumping into an Irish guy at a party who was giving it the old fiddle dd emerald eyes, and the girls were absolutely loving it, but I knew he was overdoing his accent on purpose. Do you think Gino De Campo, other Italians hear him think, what's this accent, mate? Why are you talking like that? It's like, is it the Italian abroad equivalent of like Dick Van Dyke or something? <laughs> I reckon you're right. It's a wrong one. I would love to know. I would love to know. If you're listening, Gino, send us a voice note, then that would be the real, real telling point. Find out once and for all. Yeah. Uh, well, last thing, Bush, we wanted to know, um, Katie, your, your partner, she was on social media giving it the big one, saying that she'd signed up to play... Yeah, her first week was last week. Did she? Did she beat you? Has there been any any chat about that? Do you know what? I don't know. I think she has. I, I feel like she has beaten me. We've got my my parents here with us at the moment, so uh, any sledging that normally would have gone on around the quiz has been subdued because we've uh, you know kids running around and grandparents etc. But 
I've got a feeling she might have beaten me. I've had a, I've had a lot of stick from people this week. And it was only when I looked at one of the guesstimators' uh, Instagram posts that says, "Did you beat Bush?" That I see that in many ways as a call, a call to action for people to do a Bush-based pile-on. So uh, I just warn in the pair of you here because I know that you, you two are the social media guys. I see you. That's all I'm saying. I see you. Yeah, sorry about that. It was quite. It was intentional. Yeah, I and thought it got, so. It got, it, it got the right result. Um, yeah, good. Well, one thing I've just noticed. In fact, but I'm I'm mugless now. But both of you, we're doing a video call here. I can see you're both drinking from interesting mugs, which takes me back to something you said on the podcast, uh, Bush with Nick Helm. My life in mugs oh, as yeah. a podcast idea, and even just with the evidence that I've got in front of me, that you two have quite interesting mugs. That I think there's something in that idea. Well, we'll get Will to talk about his mug first. But let's just say, just to put it out there, this is our, we're going to do a sideline thing of my life in mugs. We get someone on, they talk about three mugs that are unique in their life and the story behind them. That's the podcast idea. So you see anyone else doing that. So you heard it here first on Guestimators. Will, explain to everybody what your, what I can see on the screen says Balti King mug is all about. Yeah, Balti King. So it's a, it was a restaurant and takeaway in Sheffield where I went to university. So this is now pretty much exactly um uh, what, what, what 18 years old because i got it on my 21st birthday and i just turned 39 um and i got it from the restaurant it's an iconic restaurant in sheffield that used uh, all the bands who used to play at the lead mill or any of the venues in sheffield would then go to Baltic king after but one of the things they do is if you want a mug or a t-shirt um then you have to do this thing called the Vindaloo Challenge, which um, on my 21st birthday, wow. I went after after hitting the club, went to Balti King with, with my mates and they set, they made me do the challenge, which is basically you have to eat a Vindaloo, no water, no rice, no naan, nothing, just eat the Vindaloo. And if you do that successfully without vomiting, basically, or like crying or running home, then you get the mug and the T-shirt and... So I ha- I still have the mug. I do not have the T-shirt, but the mug. Look at it. Uh, yeah, and it, in fact, it's got not a one, bit of- not one, but two landline numbers on there as well. Which I think, yeah. if you were desperate for a curry, you'd try the second number, wouldn't you? Yeah, but tragically, it closed down fairly recently. Um, I guess a COVID oh. casualty. But there's a, even a bit of plasterers, uh, pl- well, a bit of plaster on it from um, a builder who used it. And it's caused some damage. So I never give it out to oh, anyone wow. anymore. Because I'd like to grade all curry houses in the United Kingdom based on what celebrities' photo they've got on the wall in there. Now, so this, you know, this Steve place, Davis or this place has incredible. So that that is like, Balti King had every band you can think of. It had, well, off the top of my head, The Darkness and The Arctic Monkeys are the only two bands I can think of. But, but they were pretty more. good. Yeah, there were more. But yeah, I, I in fact I think I was there at the same time as The Darkness because they played a gig at at the Octagon or at, the, at City Hall and, uh, and came to Baltic King afterwards. So I'm pretty sure, I, but it, memories are quite hazy of drunken evenings in Sheffield. Uh, Matt, have you, got, uh, have you got any celebrity photos in your local curry house at all? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. So when, um, so when uh, Helen and I, we go to Birmingham, which is where I'm from, we always go to the Balti Triangle and we go to Dewan, which is an amazing place. And on the, on the wall, they have a photo of David Cameron and they actually have the David Cameron wow. special on, on the menu, which is also... Let's hope it's pork. Oh, it's, you beat me through it. <laughs> very good, very good. Um, but part of it is uh, a coffee. That's just that's one of the things on the David Cameron 
menu set menu, really? which uh, I've, I've never tried. Yeah, I've never oh man, tried. If, you, if you're listening to this now and you've got a, a celebrity photo in your local curry house, we want to hear about it. I, I can't, I can't really recall the ones around here. I used to live with, with my mate Jeff above a kebab shop in the east end of London uh, for a little while and that had David Schwimmer's photo on there he used to go in there for his kebabs when he was working in, in London and stuff so if you can beat that get in touch uh, at, at Guestimators uh, and just for my mug's sake here um, I've bought uh, as an Everton fan and obviously going through what we're going through with the Premier League and our 10 points deduction at the moment I've had myself printed a corrupt Premier League uh, mug which every time I drink it I think of the, the corruption that's inherent in the Premier League and the fact they're trying to stitch us up yeah, hopefully not more corruption next week when the uh, hearing happens for both Forest and Everton. I'm going to be furious. Yeah, there's going to be a couple of... Matt's absolutely fine. He's an Aston Villa fan, but Will and I will be absolutely furious if we get, for Will, first bit of deductions for us, a second round of deductions. We don't need that. No, absolutely not. Uh, but there you go. My Life in Mugs. Um, if you happen to have an interesting mug, tell us about it. It's it's a podcast we're going to make. It's a side project, a vanity project that we're going to make very, very soon. Uh, next on the agenda for the bonus round episode is stickers. Producer Will, take it away. Yeah, so we um quite an exciting little bit of freebie merch. Um, so we're looking into merch at the moment about getting some T-shirts and stuff like that. But we thought we'd get some a bunch of stickers made and send them out to people who want them for free. So if you want wow. uh, some very cool, limited edition, one-of-a-kind guestimator stickers to plaster around your hometown, maybe put, maybe put in your local curry house yes. or your takeaway mm-hmm. to, to help us celebrate guestimators and pass it on to people um, in a sort of uh, renegade way of uh, you know, bit, bit not quite graffiti. Guerrilla marketing. Um, sticking stickers over. Yeah, guerrilla marketing, exactly. Hold on a minute, what is this? One of them has Bush's face. Uh, Sorry, have you guys photoshopped me into the Your Country Needs You... Um, yeah, Lord Kitchener. Lord Kitchener. Thank, thank yeah. you very much. I really appreciate that. Not that I have enough people sending me photos of guys with glasses that look like me. You've now uh, immortalised me in a sticker that I might see on a lamppost somewhere or in, a, in, the, in the loose. Service station. Well, I want to see that when I'm going for a wee in a service station at your Arnold's and it's stuck on some kind of... Um, uh, Viagra advert um, thing or something about getting your prostate checked. That means I've made it. Next to some graffiti that says Nat has herpes. Yeah, and, and a, a mobile favorite, phone number or something. My favourite bit of graffiti everywhere. Um, <laughs> That's great. So yes, if you do if you do want any of those stickers, we have got a bunch ready to send out. So if you DM us, Matt, is that right? DM us your details. DM us or, e- email, or email us, yeah. That's the, that's the best way. Just let us know you want some and then we'll, uh, yeah, we'll put some in the post for you. And then what we ask is just send us photos of where you put them and just put them in funny places and tag us on socials of where you put them and let's just get it as far and wide as you can. Except I know we had a listener. Where did we have one in Iraq? We had a listener in Iraq. We were checking our, our stats. We've got listeners in Indonesia. We've got listeners in Malaysia. So I'm not saying we're going to send stickers to any of those countries. But if you go to any of those countries, post them, put them Take it with you. up on socials because we'd, we'd love to see how far these stickers can go. Amazing. Well, that's so cool. Yeah, uh, do get in touch about that. You know how to get in touch. Uh, it's you know at Guestimators. Uh, all the all the socials are on there and different ways of getting involved. Uh, let's talk about the uh, the quiz that's coming up. Can we have? We're going to be joined by a um, fantastic actor called Ethan Lawrence, uh, who is from Horrible Histories, uh, in Afterlife and Boat Story. Uh, so he's going to be fantastic to have him on board. But uh, what's the quiz going to be all about? Uh, Statman Matt, take it away. 
So this week's quiz is called Cookies, Coins and Cosmology. And round one is going to be about imagining Prince William is in your living room and you're making him a cup of tea, you're in the kitchen and he shouts through, bring me a biscuit. So that is the scenario we gave the guestination. But you have to try and guess which which biscuit the guestination would ideally bring through to Prince William waiting impatiently for his cup of tea in your living room. Okay, so the first thing's going to be a bit of a, a bit of a tear up about cookies. Let's let's talk about coins then, Matt. What's that all about? Coins is all about asking the British public if they had to if they were charged with removing one coin from circulation completely, everything from one p to that lovely new it's not new two pound coin. Um, they have to get rid of one of them. Some strong feelings I feel that people have about um, coins. Yeah, I bet and. Uh even talking about removing cash is going to get my head kicked in by uh, Leon C taxi drivers <laughs> with their keep cash alive sticker they've got on the uh, on all the windows there as well okay that's cool that's interesting i can imagine us having a bit of a debate about this and then the final section matt uh, please elaborate so the cosmology bit is um, probably one of the most absurd questions we've ever had on guestimators so we asked the guestination which planet in the solar system would have the hardest army um, as simple as that so of all the planets, uh, and as far as we know, only one planet has actually an army, and that's the planet we live on. But in a hypothetical guesstimator's universe, which planet would have the hardest army? Okay, so plenty to mull over there. Coins, uh, cookies, cosmology, the subject. Uh, Ethan Lawrence, uh, top actor, horrible histories, Ricky Gervais's afterlife, uh, and Boat Stories, our special guest as well, our celebrity quizzer. Stickers, get in touch if you would like a free sticker to spread the gospel. Uh, and it's over to you. Make sure you register at guestimators.com. You'll be sent a link to play every Monday morning. We love hearing from you with your scores, and it's great to see uh, a record number of you signing up to play each and every week. Uh, so we had um, a previous guest and top quizzer, James Harkin, from uh, the QI Elves. He's continued to play guestimators and sends us his score. Isn't that right, Will? Yeah, he did, because uh, he didn't do very well on his, his quiz week, and then I think the following week he did even worse. But this week he, he got an 8 out of 10. Um, so he did do quite well this week. It was a very high-scoring week, as we know. And then also worth mentioning that um, Nick Helm, our brilliant guest from last week, uh, he got in touch. Um, very, very sweet of him to, to say thanks for having us on the sh- him on the show and that his mum oh, really enjoyed the podcast. So that's a lovely bit of feedback. We love to know that people's mums are listening. Um, and also puts the pressure on Ethan now to be <laughs> as polite as Nick was and send a follow-up email. So... Uh, yeah, over to you, Ethan. Ethan, make a good impression. Well, we can't wait. Uh, like I said, over to you. Re- register now, guestimators.com. Uh, play from Monday morning. And that's all from us. And we will see you in Guestimators next time. <laughs>